Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. feeling good today what's up everybody welcome in to the early edge your daily sports betting brand of record we are powered as always by the almighty sports slide the best value in all sports betting and it is not close we are halfway there halfway to championship sunday the two number one seeds taking care of business on saturday the chiefs over the jags the eagles dominating the new york giants and our crew on Saturday, dominated once again, as we always seem to do. How about 14-7 and seven across all of our picks? You guys made Early Edge Live last night, an incredible Saturday night show. But today, today we've got another very special show because the start times are a little bit weird. So after the Bills and the Bengals do battle in Buffalo, we will have a 5.30 p.m. Eastern start, counting down to the 6.30 p.m. Eastern start for what I believe will be the game of the weekend, the Cowboys and the 49ers live from the West Coast. So, you know, on a big NFL Sunday, I got to bring my three absolute very best. First and foremost, live from Nashville, Tennessee, the penthouse level, M squared. You're halfway home on your Moneyline Parlay. Feeling good, sir? Yes, Coach. Halfway home uh, on both of them. I have a separate one on just the Bills and the Chiefs to make that game in Atlanta happen that I'm planning to go to. So a little bit of a free roll situation on that one, but very excited for these games today. Yeah, yeah. Mikey's alluded to if you didn't pay attention this week, if the Bills win today, the AFC Championship will be played in Atlanta next week. Now next, he's been there since day freaking one. He is the OG of OGs. Maestro, Larry Hartstein, good morning. Good morning, guys. Great to be with you on the road, family all around, a lot going on. I would not miss divisional playoffs. Looking at at what the Eagles did last night and how dominant they are, I would say they would probably open minus two against the 49ers and probably a little bit over a field goal against the Cowboys. Okay, very, very good. A little futures on the hello this morning from the maestro. Now, My man's got a look on his face this morning like he is ready to take on the world. R.J. White, the stoic one. How are you feeling today, big boy? I was feeling good until you called the 49ers Cowboys the game of the week, the weekend. I mean, we got Bills Bengals for, for to, you know, if the Bills win, we set up that AFC championship game on neutral field, like you said. But this is the rematch of the game that got canceled. This is a massive game. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about how the line's moving. But I don't know if you can get any bigger than that game right there. Well, I agree with you. I didn't say it was the biggest. I said it could be the best. Those are two completely different things. But no disrespect to your bills. We're fired up. So let's get into it. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And RJ is right. The bills game is front and center. And our storylines, they will be front and center. 3 o'clock Eastern this afternoon. RJ, start us off. 
Yeah, this line opened three and a half. It's shot all the way up to six. And the question is, is that because of Cincinnati's offensive line injuries? Everybody probably assumes that's the case. Much has been made of it. Jonah Williams and Alex Kappa both ruled out. They were ruled week to week to begin the week. Um, and, of course, they're not going to play this game. They joined Lyle Collins on the sideline. So a little bit of a mess there on the Cincinnati offensive line. But Buffalo was minus two and a half in Cincinnati when when these injuries weren't as prevalent. So why would it only be three and a half when you flip the home field advantage? It doesn't really make too much sense. So there's some sense on maybe the – the, the sharps were just like, oh, this is a very valuable number to, to keep pushing this up. You probably expect the line to be Buffalo minus five and a half or six in Buffalo. And that's what we got right now. So maybe that's what the market saw with the big move. I mean, I like Buffalo earlier in the week when it was the smaller number six is starting to feel a little pricey because we've seen Cincinnati is able has been able to overcome bad offensive lines in the past. You just look at last year in the postseason when they ran into the Super Bowl and they were not projecting protecting Joe Burrow very well, but he was still getting it done winning games. You're exactly right. Yeah, I'm staring at it right now. The total also is at 49 currently, juiced very, very little to the under. Now, Maestro, I'm staring at the Cowboys 49ers. It is 4 and 47 currently. And we talked about on the prop show on Friday specifically about C.D. Lamb and what he would have to do today. What do you got? Very interesting when you look at what Dak Prescott had to say about C.D. Lamb. He went back and watched that playoff game against the Niners. C.D. Lamb was targeted five times. He had one catch for five yards. Today we see his prop juiced to the over at five and a half catches, 75 and a half yards. A lot has changed. Of course, Amari Cooper is gone, but it is the same 49ers zone-heavy scheme. C.D. Lamb is the number one receiver in the NFL against man coverage, but the 49ers play a ton of zone. However, given the pass volume that you have to expect and you it's so hard to run against the Niners and what Dak Prescott said, he said, I don't foresee any problems getting C.D. Lamb the ball this week. He's going to be committed to getting him the ball. Uh, it has me looking over, leaning over, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet on C.D. Lamb. I love Are you saying over on C.D. Lamb or over on the game? Over on C.D. Lamb. I'm leaning to the over on the game, too. I really, really am. But that's not for here and now because I am frustrated, M squared. Frustrated, I tell you. Last night, Raptors playing the Celtics or yesterday afternoon. And who gets scratched literally moments before tip off? The Raptors' best player, Fred Van Vliet. Well, second best player. This is starting to become a real, real epidemic. It's becoming very, very frustrating. And it makes your storylines even more important every single day. Take us through it. Yep, starting in the first game here, Pelicans, Najee Marshall is doubtful. Uh, we know Zion and Ingram obviously still out for them as well. For the Raptors that you just mentioned, Fred Van Fleet and OG Ananobi both listed questionable here ahead of this afternoon game with the New York Knicks. For the Phoenix Suns, playing the Memphis Grizzlies once again, this game is in Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton listed questionable, did not give it a go last night. We'll see if he's able to tonight. Chris Paul listed questionable, could potentially return. Same for Landry Shamit. And then Cam Johnson, someone that got back recently, uh, he is listed probable here. Still going to be on a minutes restriction, but he is going to play in this game. For the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Bones Highland, all listed questionable for this game. We saw this in the past. Jokic missed the last game. He, they did this like a week and a half ago where he missed a game that allowed him to have three full days off. Uh, I think he probably gives it a go in this one, but something to monitor because before it was a wrist injury. Now it is listed as a hamstring injury uh, for Nikola Jokic. So monitor that on the Golden State Warriors game. Uh, TJ Warren 
listed probable, but it is interesting that he's on the injury report. Some of it's been rest. I think he gives it a go tonight in Golden State. And then, of course, LeBron James listed questionable on the road against the Portland Trailblazers. By the way, did anybody see the TikTok video of LeBron the other night when the guy was talking trash? Have you seen it yet? Oh, my gosh. So much went on in that game that we didn't see. Shannon Sharp, all that. Somebody was talking trash. I can't remember who it was. LeBron was like, I'm not having it. Literally took the ball out of bounds, went down and oh. dunked on somebody. You saw that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, with Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, man. I like that, LeBron. I like that, LeBron. Give me more of that. All right. Now, before we get into our board today, you know we have grown so big here at the Early Edge. We got to pay those pesky little bills. Here's a word from one of our incredible partners. All right. It's time to be fired up for no matter what sport it is we're about to talk about. And I got to tell you, when my man focuses on a college basketball over, you better pay attention. Now, how do you back up a 14 and seven day. Well, you got to have energy, got to have hype. I don't do this very often anymore. I make it for special occasions. And this is for RJ White. It's his day. It's his Bills game. So Mikey, if you don't mind, you know the drill, son. It doesn't matter where the games are played at. Moneyline is all we're talking about today for my man, M squared. So please, sir, live from Nashville, Tennessee. Give it to me. All right, coach. Let's hit a college basketball over in my favorite conference in college basketball. It would be the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. I bet a lot of these games, I would say 15 to 20 percent of the games I bet are in this conference. Uh, I like Manhattan and Ryder over 136 and a half. Story here, two teams very familiar with one another, obviously. They are terrible defensively. They rate 270th and 300th in terms of defensive rating here. Manhattan really struggles allowing second chance points. That's where Ryder is going to feast and help contribute to the total here. I think we see a game where both teams approach the 70-point number. We get that 70 to 70 tie at some point in this game. We're over this threshold of 136 and a half. Uh, my simulations make it 142. Uh, and then quickly on those, you can find them on Sportsline. We've had many people asking about the app. You can actually find them on the app. If you go to analysis, sort by my name, and then the trick is changing the sport to general. It is not a college basketball article because I upload NBA and other sports in there. If you change the sport to general, you will see the article. It'll list from August because it's the article that is existing and living forever. It just gets updated every single day, but it will be there in the app if you use my name and general as the sport. And I'm telling you right now, take the time to learn how to use the app. It's very simple, and you get all of our guys and the articles and simulations and all that kind of stuff, but I'll do you one even more. Use a promo code early, and I'll give you 30 days for free. Then you have time to find the articles that Mikey's just telling you about. All right, I've got one play today, and maybe it's a half unit. I don't know. I told you how frustrated I am. But when I see what I think is a really good play, I'm going to give it out. And whoever plays, plays, I guess, at this point. But I like this regardless of if Jokic plays or not. The Thunder are coming to the end of a long road trip. The other night, it was a miracle cover in Sacramento. They should have lost by 10 or 12. We're only given six tonight. Our Sims at Sportsline have this a 14-point win for the Nuggets. I love the Nuggets in this spot laying the six. All right, RJ. <laughs> My man John said, if you can't tell that RJ is pumped up today, you're dead inside. You're dead inside. Oh, I can only imagine the emotions that are going through you right now. But you got to put those to the side. 
because I need to know what your best bets are today, sir. You're up. Yeah, I'll try to control my emotions here. It's going to be tough. Um, Josh, so Buffalo game, I didn't really want to play the spread. I played Buffalo earlier in the week. Six, I think, is, is like I said, kind of getting a little pricey. I played Josh Allen over 22 and a half completions, minus 127 is my pick here. Cincinnati, in addition to being banged up on the offensive line, they are also banged up in the secondary, which should be woozy out. And Trey Flowers, doubtful. <clears throat> Cam Taylor Britt has had moments as a rookie, but overall grades poorly per PFF. Eli Apple is not very good. Um, Buffalo wants to be a pass funnel anyway, and it makes sense to attack Cincinnati's secondary and stay away from the run game here. So I think even if Buffalo goes up, uh, which, I, which you know, if that's where we're leaning in the game, we're going to be up in the second half. They're going to keep throwing. They know how dangerous the Cincinnati offenses, and they're just going to keep exploiting that. So I think Josh Allen's going to throw it a bunch. I think he's going to get over 22 and a half completions. In the second game, I like 49ers minus four. Dallas has only lost in regulation since week six was an ugly week 18 game at Washington, and they erased that stinker with four straight 80-yard touchdown drives versus a solid Tampa Bay defense. But that Tampa defense is just 26th in interception rate, where San Francisco is third. I think the shaky Dak might be returning here because Dallas is also down Jason Peters. They had to shuffle the left side of the line because of that. The rookie, Tyler Smith, kicking out to the left tackle, he's been solid. I'm not worried about him. But now San Francisco can attack the interior of the line because it's weaker now. And um, I think that they'll be able to get to Dak and cause some interceptions there. San Francisco is also second in rush yards per play. So that's going to put Dak in tough third down positions where he could be taking some pressure and get sacks there. And I think the San Francisco offense should be able to run on the Dallas defense and the offensive line is good enough to keep the Dallas pressure at bay. I like San Francisco's coaching edge here. I think four is too little. I think this line should probably be in that range of six like the Buffalo game. So give me the 49ers. What do you think about the total in the game at 47, RJ? That's a little tough for me. Um, you can always see Brock Purdy uh, turning into a pumpkin, which everybody's been worried about here and there. You know, that's why uh, that's why people don't want to jump on San Francisco too much. I worry more about the the Dallas offense. I'm look. I think that Dallas team total was around 20 and a half, and I was thinking about playing the under there. So uh, if it's anybody, I think it might be Dallas that doesn't get us to the over. So I'm a little bit worried about playing that over. My lean would be to the under. Okay. By the way, that was another lean that we cashed last night for M squared. He said live on early edge live. I tell you all the time, hashtag it pays to watch live. What did you say about the Giants team total last night, Mikey? Yeah, we liked the Giants team total under because we liked the under in the game and the Eagles on the spread. So when you do the math there, that's the only way it can possibly hit. (laughs) Thank you. Educate and entertain me. Listen to all of that and how it makes sense. You can't just look at recap screen. It drives me bananas. My guys are too good. All right, Maestro, we have arrived at that time of the show. You have been waiting, waiting, waiting. The floor is now yours, sir. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Both of my spread plays are up on this side. I'm going to give out a couple of props I really like today, starting with a guy who says he's the best receiver in the NFL, and that's Jamar Chase. He and Joe Burrow, they're going to be together forever, he said it, and I think today they're going to connect many, many times. You saw Tyreek Hill get 15 targets last week against this Bills secondary, and they only caught seven because of who was throwing to him. Jamar Chase has Joe Burrow, and he also has a banged-up offensive line, which means a lot of quick throws to Jamar Chase, who can make something happen after the catch. He's gone over this catch prop three straight, four of his last five, averaging almost 13 targets over his last five games. If you're going down, you're going to go down with your best player. This is plus money at MGM, plus 110, over seven and a half catches. And then in the late game, I'm going to a defensive prop. It's a little bit juicy. That safety for the 49ers, Talanoa Hufanga, over four and a half tackles plus assists. The Cowboys will try to run the ball, even though it is not likely to be very successful. They will try. And this is the safety that plays in the box more than any other safety. 
that the 49ers have. He's gone over this number in seven of his last nine. He's all over the field if you've watched this guy play. Uh, and the Cowboys, if you look at the metrics, they have been giving safeties over 15 tackles per game. This is the guy who will be in the box trying to stop the run. I love this play. It is a little juicy, but that's why I tried to balance it with the plus money play. Oh, but today when he only got the one game at the one time, the juice maestro. It's worth the squeeze. You're damn right it's worth the squeeze today. I'm fired up. I am fired up. Now, Mikey, let me come back to you. Now, you earlier in the week, you liked the Bills at minus four and a half. As RJ said, it's getting a little bit higher there at five and a half. Do you still like the Bills at this number today? Uh, it's definitely where I would lean. I, I wouldn't get to – if you're going to play it, do it before you can find the six again. I've seen sixes across the board. We're starting to see some of them jump back to five and a half. So I definitely wouldn't lay the full six uh, if you still like it at, at that point. Um, at five and a half, I think it's okay. There's not a massive, massive difference, but you get the best number you can. If you see six and you still like the Bills, I think you're better off looking for an in-game number, but ultimately I do think they win this game. Okay, very good. Let me come back to you, Maestro. They're saying at DraftKings it's up to 26 and a half already for Josh Allen. What's too high for you when it comes to completions? Uh, well, that was an RJ prop. I'm going to defer to the Stoic one. Oh, my, my, my fault. You're right, RJ. 26 and a half is, is a lot. I mean, we've seen these playoff games in the past where he's had 23, 24, 25. He kind of settles in in that range. So if you, it's jumping from 22 and a half to 26 and a half, I wouldn't play it at 26 and a half because just this morning I saw 22 and a half. So, I mean, if you're that, that's the number I think you got to play. It should be available somewhere. Okay. Very, very good. Maestro, somebody's calling you out in the chat, big boy. Somebody's calling you out over seven and a half. I'm trying to rem remember if we've ever played a seven and a half. Maybe Cooper Cup we played on the show before, but this is high. But it's not high for Chase. I feel like Matty Ray wants a showdown with you. I just it's just a gut. Well, what would you say to that, Maestro? You know, even though it's plus money, I'm literally playing this for plus money. Hit the music. Oh <laughs> wait, 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 snake, wait, snake. So Maestro's and he said the right things, but we need to know if Maddie's in because I just kind of so Matty Ray, if you want to show down with the Maestro, all I need you to type into the chat is it's on. It's on. Oh, he said, you know I'm in. So, Snake, if you don't mind, hit the music. Matty Ray wants all the maestros smoke. So here are the rules. Even money. Even money. Jamar Chase over seven and a half. That's what the maestro has. Matty Ray in the chat has under seven and a half. And you know the rules. Pay by midnight of the day of the showdown. Damn. That and I know Matt, I know Matty Ray is a man of honor. And next time he'll give me the minus 130 side uh, at even money. He absolutely will. By the way, Maestro, do you know who Matt Ray's roommate was in college? No clue. Baker Mayfield. What? <laughs> true, that's a true story. True story. He called in on the prop shop a couple of weeks ago. Told us the whole story. Swear, swear to God. Baker Mayfield was his college roommate at one of the colleges that he went to. All right. Now, another quick question. Maestro, I'll come to you on this one. We've got a question that a lot of the bets that we like to make, and we've done it throughout the year, is one quarterback against another quarterback, more passing yards in a game. It's a fun bet to make, and right now their totals are right around each other, 280.5 for Burrow, 277.5 for Allen. What would you like there? 
I would lean Burrow just because I think Josh Allen's going to have more success with his running game uh, personally and with the Bills and the Bengals. I don't think we'll be running the ball at all. So I think it's going to be all on Joe Burrow. So I would lean Burrow, but I wouldn't play it. Okay. By the way, in the pat in the chat, they're saying Matty Ray about to lose that money, unfortunately, to the maestro. Oh, all right. Now, any other names, any other things that we want to throw out there? Because we will not have our normal noon Eastern show today on the early game. We'll have the full late game covered. Anything else you guys want to throw out on the early game? Or are we good? I just want to tell Matty Ray to put his Venmo in there so we can settle up <laughs> later tonight. <laughs> all right, Matty, put your put your Venmo into the chat. You know the rules. All right, ladies and gentlemen, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap. This also includes plays from the prop show on Friday with the counselor, prop stars, and Uncle Dave. And there you can see there are a ton. Let it sit there for a second. Take it all in very, very quickly. I'm not going to read all of them, but you can see the Manhattan Rider over Bills minus four and a half when it was four and a half. Mikey said he's still leaning the Bills side at five and a half. Maestro, Funga over four and a half tackles and assists. Jamar Chase over seven and a half. Showdown with Matt Ray there. AB's on the Bengals. Team total over 20 and a half. Prop stars, Samaj P. Ryan, Stefan Diggs, RJ, Josh Allen over his completions. 49ers minus four. I'm on the Nuggets minus. <laughs> like, like, why did I even throw that in today? Uh, and then see the guy is on Gabe Davis and Joe Burrow. And then Dave is on Tyler Boyd over. I think that we're going to see a lot of points today. A lot of points today. And I am fired up for it. But a final reminder, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time today. We will be here counting down to the Cowboys and the 49ers, which starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Damn it, that was fun this morning. It's worth getting up on a Sunday, isn't it? But now you got to go out there and pay it forward. Enjoy the day with your family. Let's cash some tickets. Let's remember there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window for my entire crew. Love them all. M squared, Maestro, the stoic one, RJ White, and of course the snake always behind the scenes doing the work. We grind for you. So we can win with you right here at the Early Edge. Good luck today.